Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. We are at the end of page 188. Uh, let's see. So today is February 21. Um, it is the fifth day of Lent here in the U.S., possibly other places. In uh, Norway, it is uh, King Harold V's birthday. Is uh, is he still is he still reigning in Norway? I don't know. Um, and then it is, oh, and then here we go. It is, um, around the world, it is International Mother Language Day. So, um, I'm assuming that's like, you know, your mother language, but let's read what it says. International Mother Language Day seeks to promote linguistic and cultural diversity as well as multilingualism. This day aims to support quality education, unity, diversity, and international understanding. Language is the most effective way that humans communicate. It serves as a powerful instrument in the preservation and development of cultures and ethnicities. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. Celebrate Mother Language Day. Uh, language, it all, I mean, it's pretty appropriate for this podcast because, uh, I mean, I've spoken about this before. It's just, this is this is how we communicate, and it's, uh, I don't know, I just think it's fascinating, and we have all different languages all over the world, and they're very similar, but very different, and, uh, you know, and then you look at animals, and somehow they can communicate just fine, given their needs, without being able to communicate they the, the way that we do, I don't know, I just find it super fascinating, uh, you know, how how people, how creatures communicate, and we were like, well, hey, we can start making, we can say things, we can make words for stuff, and they, they can mean stuff, and I don't know. Anyway, so let's talk about some of these words. Just a handful of them. Um, and also, I just got to say that obviously this is all English. You know, that's my language. Um, I, I hope that maybe someday somebody out there is making a podcast in their own language. I think that would be awesome. Uh, so if you are inspired to do that, you know, if you have your own mother language, go do that. Okay, next, the first word is carotid sinus. Two words, noun from circa 1923. A small but richly in innervated arterial enlargement that is located near the point in the neck where either carotid artery divides to form its main branches and that functions in the regulation of heart rate and blood pressure. Okay, next we have carousal. This is a noun from 1760, and we have the number two definition for the word carouse, which is our next word. It is the first form noun from 1559. One is archaic, a large draft of liquor. And then a synonym is toast. So I wouldn't call, I mean, we think of now toast as like toasting. We are going to clink our drafts of liquor together to toast um but i guess maybe an old uh, definition of toast was also this is the thing that you are drinking i don't know uh but then number two a drunken revel and that is the same as the uh the one that we just read carousal it is a drunken revel i think of uh <laughs> i think of the hobbits when i think of that in the uh in the green dragon pub they are always carousing this is from Middle French carouse, carouse, uh, which is all out. That's what it means, all out. Um, in And then in parentheses, it says in bar carouse. That's a couple of French words. That means to empty the cup. 
So that's what this whole thing is. It's you empty the cup, you drink it up, you get drunk, and you are carousing. Okay, now we have the second form of carouse. So that one was a noun. You have a carouse. You are in a carouse. I don't know. This is the verb form from 1566, starting with intransitive. One, to drink liquor freely or excessively. Two, to take part in a carouse. Also, engage in dissolute behavior. And then the transitive is obsolete, and it means to drink up. And a synonym is quaff. Q-U-A-F-F. I think of quaff as like hair or something, but I guess you drink up, you quaff, you carouse. Carouser is a noun. Next we have carousel. Carousel, you could say carousel. Uh, There's a couple slightly different ways to pronounce it, but you get the idea. This is a noun from 1650. One, a tournament or exhibition in which horsemen execute evolutions. What is an evolution in this case? Uh, But the horsemen's are doing it. Number two, a synonym is merry-go-round. Yes, there's two names, carousel. So so the original definition with the tournament and the exhibition, are they literally going round and round? Is that where we get the carousel from? Whoa, I just just got my mind blown again. Um, Which is funny because it is very much related to carnival, which is the other word two episodes ago where my mind was blown. And carousels are at carnivals. How did this happen? Uh, Okay, so number 2A was the merry-go-round synonym. 2B is a circular conveyor, as in the luggage carousel at the airport. 2C, a revolving case or tray used for storage or display. So yeah, I think the horsemen would just go around and around. Was Was it like they were literally just showing off like before the tournament? They would just go around so people could see them and say, yay, yeah, you yellow horseman guy, let's do this, woo. Uh, That's so interesting. Okay, Uh, it's from the Italian carosello. Next, we have the word carp, first form, intransitive verb from the 14th century, to find fault or complain carulously, carulously, that's, you are complaining carulously. Uh, Carper is a noun. This is of Scandinavian origin, akin to the Icelandic word karpa with a K, which means to dispute. Second form of carp is a noun from 1904, and the synonym is complaint. So a carper is giving a carp. Third form of carp is a noun from the 15th century. Two definitions. The first one is long. Number one, a large variable Asian soft-finned freshwater Chiripnid or syripnid fish of sluggish waters that is often raised for food and has been widely introduced into U.S. waters. Also, any of various related chiripnid fishes, as the grass carp. I don't know if it's chiripnid or syripnid. It's C-Y. I think it's syripnid. I don't know. But the scientific name is syrup, uh, cyprinus carpio. And then number two, a fish as the European sea bream, resembling a carp. But it's not a carp, but it resembles a carp. Okay, now we have a prefix, carp or carpo. This is, it just means fruit, as in carpogonium. And uh, this is from the Greek prefix carp or carpo or carpos, uh, and there's more at the word harvest. By the way, the Greek ones were with Ks. 
but we have also a suffix carp. Uh, this means part of a fruit or also just fruit. So you could put fruit at the start or the end of your word, and it's still going to mean fruit. We have an example, mesocarp, also schizocarp. I have no idea what those words mean, but they're related to fruit somehow. Next, we have carpaccio, noun from 1969, thinly sliced raw meat or fish served with a sauce. And this is used, often used, as a post-positive modifier, as in beef carpaccio. Uh, this is from Vittore Carpaccio, uh, from the prominent use of red in his painting. Interesting. So it had nothing to do with meat. They just thought that he used a lot of red in his paintings, and then they thought it looked like raw meat, maybe. Uh, but you can't have any Carpaccio at a carnival, because the carnivals are not allowed to have meat. Okay, next we have carpal. Uh, this is an adjective from 1743 of or relating to the carpus. What is the carpus? You shall find out in uh, two, two episodes from now. February 23, 23rd. Okay, uh, but we can give you a little bit more information. Uh, that was the first form of carp carpal. Now the second form of carpal is a noun from 1855, a carpal element or bone. Next is carpal tunnel syndrome, three words, noun from 1954, a condition caused by compression of a nerve where it passes through the wrist into the hand and characterized especially by weakness, pain, and disturbances of sensation in the hand and fingers. Yeah, I think you can get this a lot. Uh, well, I think mostly from just sitting at a desk and using a mouse and using a keyboard and not doing a lot of exercises. So you got to make sure that you take breaks and you move around, especially your wrist and your fingers and your elbows and your shoulders, oh, just all over. Just move all over. Take breaks at least once an hour. I'm telling myself this as much as I'm telling you. Take breaks. Move around. Get the body moving. Okay. Next is car park. Two words, noun from 1926. This is chiefly British. It is a lot or garage for parking. Although I think they would say garage. A lot or garage for parking your car park. Your car. In a car park. Next we have carpe diem. Noun from 1817. The enjoyment of the pleasures of the moment without concern for the future. Uh, I was always told this meant seize the day. Uh, but it says literally in Latin, it means pluck the day. I had no idea. You always see it say seize the day, but it means pluck the day. So I think uh, they should change all those bumper stickers to say pluck the day. Uh, yeah, I actually took Latin in high school for a couple of years. And uh, this was one of the words, one of the things we learned. Carpe diem, it means seize the day. But I guess they failed to tell me it means pluck the day. Although maybe she told us. I don't remember. Uh, okay, next we have carpal with a P-E-L, noun from 1835. One of the ovule-bearing structures in an angiosperm that comprises the innermost whorl of a flower, compared to the word pistil, P-I-S-T-I-L. Uh, carpellary, car no, carpellary, is an adjective, and carpolate or carpolate is also an adjective. Uh, and this is from the Greek karpos, which means fruit. 
Next, we have, uh, this is our last word of the episode. We got two forms. It is the word carpenter, noun from the 14th century, a worker who builds or repairs wooden structures or their structural parts. I think we need to give more respect to carpenters because they, they make stuff for you and you, you just say, oh, hey, look, I got a thing. But what about the person who made the thing? Uh, this is from Middle English from Anglo-French carpenter, uh, from the Latin carpentarius, which means carriage maker. So that's how it started. Uh, from carpentum, which means carriage of Celtic origin akin to the old Irish carpat, which means chariot, or the word car, from which means vehicle, and there's more at the word car. Uh, so was Jesus making chariots and carriages? Somehow I think not. Next is the second form of carpenter. It is a verb from circa 1815, uh, starting with intransitive, to follow the trade of a carpenter, as in carpentered when he was young. You don't usually hear this as a verb, I don't think. Uh, now we have transitive number one, to make by or as if by carpentry. Number two, to put together often in a mechanical manner, as in carpentered many television scripts. Hmm. Uh, okay, so we had carotid sinus, carousal, carouse, car- uh, carousel, carp, 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 carpaccio, carpal, carpal, carpal tunnel syndrome, car park, carpe diem, uh, carp, carpel, uh, carp and carpenter. Well, I was very tempted to pick carousel as the word of the episode because that was very interesting, but I'm going to pick Carpe diem as the word of the episode because I very much like the idea of this. Um, you know, it's uh, we got a lot of days to live, but you never know when your days are going to end. Oh, maybe I should make this into a song. We got a lot of days to live, but you never know when your days are going to end. So seize the day or pluck the day. Use whichever word you want to. And it means the enjoyment of the pleasures of the moment without concern for the future. It's just be in the moment. That's what it means. I try to remind myself about this every single gosh darn day. Just be in the moment. The future is the future and the past is the past. That's what it is. Uh, okay, that's all we got to say for today. Thank you very much. Oh, 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 oh. I got a, I got a new review just this morning. Uh, I should have, you know, I recorded four in, an, in a row, so I, I should have read this a few episodes ago, but that's okay. We'll read it now. This was a very nice review. Five stars. It just says words. Oh, this is from the man 338. 3388, actually. 2328. Was that confusing? No, not at all. I love this podcast. I have listened up to 247. Well, you are way behind because we are in the, I think, the 700s. Uh, Spencer is great. <laughs> but there's more. <laughs> he needs to remember to copy the language abbreviation page, but otherwise this podcast is awesome. And every once in a while, you will learn a new word that you can use in everyday conversation or to impress your smart friends. Yes, I love that part of it. And I also love, um, in addition to just learning a new word, learning where a word came from. Carnival, carousel, blow your friend's brains with words, not with guns. That would be bad. Uh, yeah, so thank you very much for that review. Uh, you will hear this in, I don't know, many months from now when you get around to it. Um, and uh, yeah, that was great. If you want to write a review, I would love it. 
uh, mostly on Apple Podcasts would be great, but any other platform would be wonderful. Uh, please just tell your friends, tell tell your enemies, uh, have them rate a review as well, and uh, send me a message. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, email, Google Voice, all those are options to you. I just appreciate that you're listening in the first place. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, which is tomorrow, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.